So we're oh wow okay. So we're trying. Are we trying silence as an intro? No, not at all. That was a bad plan. So that was a bad plan. Do over. So welcome to the painfully tight podcast. Hope you're jazzed up and ready to go because we are, Uh, or at least I am. You call that jazzed? I'm jazzed up, baby. Jazzed up. Jazzed up. up. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm interested to see where that jazz takes us. Alright. So. If you're jazzed, then I'm jazzed. Alright. Let's keep it jazzed. Now, all I'm going to say is I'm excited to start here right now. Let's start with some, let's start with some story time, shall we? Oh, we're just going right into story time? We're not going to catch up? I mean, we're not even a minute in yet. Alright, man. Really? I'm a little too jazzed you're up. Too jazzed. Let me bring it down a little bit. Dial back the jazz. Where, where would you start if you wanted to start catching up? What, what's something you want to say right now? Anything you want to update people on? Um, my hair is thriving while also falling out. Oh, man, that's... So, yeah, I mean... I kind of wish you were updating do, people on that. Well, they need to know the truth. Like, when <laughs> you look at it in pictures, it looks great. But if you were in my shoes, every day is just... You're holding your breath. And you're wondering, is this the last day I'm going to be able to enjoy my hair? Oh, man. What am I going to look like a year from now? That's not where I thought you were going. Yeah. That got pretty sad pretty quickly. What about you? Man, you kind of threw me off a little bit. Well, here's updates in my life. Um, Have an interview coming up that may have potentially blown um, let's see. About to do laundry, probably in about an hour or so. Um, got some nappy braids that need to be refreshed. <laughs> A little bit of dandruff in there, too. Nice. But, um, you know, still getting likes on my tweets from time to time. So, can't be too sad. Can't be too down. <laughs> pretty, yeah, that's pretty mundane, and that's a good thing. Mundane is good. Is it? It is. All right. It is. You're taking care of business. You're getting things done. It's good. Yeah, I feel like I feel like most people have better updates though. Yeah, they probably do. But they're like, just not... got my car back from the nope. shop. <laughs> Looks like it's in tip-top shape. I'll be able to drive it again in no time. Me, I'm like, all right. Don't got a car. Just walked in the heat. Yeah, my car's battery is dead, and the alarm won't stop. <laughs> oh man! I don't know how that even works. How does that even work? <laughs> that's man. That's the battery some, is is drained is right drained enough to where I can't use the remote control to unlock the door, but just enough juice left in it so that the the alarm will go off and embarrass me in front of the whole neighborhood. Mm. That's that's where I'm at. That's my update. Man, I feel like you have a decent amount of salt you need to get off your chest. Yeah, I think I do. I, I think like... I have a decent amount of saltiness that I, sh- I wish I didn't come into the episode with, but... You need an alternate podcast I need... that you can come in <laughs> ranting on. Just like... Ah, uh, yeah. Just starting out silently and just... That's why we're, that's why we're getting the salt out now. You get the salt out in the first five minutes. And that way we can move on. on. So let me just go ahead and get the salt out. Um... Let's see. Like I said, 
got embarrassed by my own car mm. yesterday. Looked like I was breaking into my own car. <laughs> Man. <laughs> that won't start. Wow, that's the worst. Yeah. Breaking in and you can't go anywhere. You yeah. have to sit there and get caught. Yep. That's <laughs> in my car. <laughs> it's mine. So there's that. Uh, imagine, like I say, if, imagine if the cops were caught on you. That's yeah, that'd man, be some that would be tragic. Yep. It would be tragic. But continue, you were saying. Um, as I said, every day I'm constantly staring at a certain spot in my hair on my head just trying to count the hairs and see if there's less than there were the day before that's that's a big thing going on in my life right now um let's see starting to starting to consider the possibility that uh I might be a functional alcoholic and I never knew it. Not to go too deep in that, but let me know so I know if I'm the only if I'm the only one or not. Has anyone ever suffered from alcohol sweats? <laughs> I just want to know because if you have, then it'll make me feel better. Like I'm not the only one. I would like to know too because you know I accused you. You know. Yeah, but I, I'm not, I think about it, I'm like yeah not. When I first said it, when I first told you, Sean, I was like, hey, got alcohol sweats. And you're like, what is that? I was like, you know, alcohol sweats. Because in my mind, I had had convinced myself that it was a normal thing. Mm -hmm. And once you called me on it, I was like, oh, this isn't normal. I think that's alcohol sweats. It's not called alcohol sweats. It's called withdrawals. I think so. And... I, if that's the case, then I didn't even realize it. I didn't even realize that I was an alcoholic. I think you're gonna need some addictol. So uh, that's a that's the majority of the salt. That's the majority of the salt. Other than that, decently healthy. I think you know. I think I only have a little bit of arthritis in my knees. Man. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think it's, things only a little. It's pretty warm outside. It's doing pretty good. I just want to mention this because I've still been mad about this. Um, well, I didn't even. You don't even know about this. It's just gonna be a quick little story. Um, don't know what I was thinking, but last night or what was that two nights ago? I was drinking a bottle of water in my bed, and I didn't notice until about let's say five minutes into me drinking that bottle of water, but I was drinking a bottle of water and I was writing a song at the same time and I set my bottle of water down. Now, I thought I'd put the cap on the bottle of water until about three minutes into writing my song, I feel my legs getting wet up and I realize I've laid down an open bottle of water on my bed (laughs) and uh, completely soaked my covers. Had to get some new covers. Not clean covers, dirty covers. Dirty, a dirty bedspread to cover myself in. And I'm still pretty mad about that. I switched from wet dirty covers to regular dirty covers. Yeah. Well, let me ask you something. That's some of the salt. Is this... For me. Is this you trying to get out ahead of something? Are you being entirely honest when you say that? You laid an open
open water bottle on your bed. Completely honest. I wish it was something else because that sure seems really wasn't. stupid. PP. Oh, you, that's you didn't. You didn't. That was a different stage. That in sounds my life. more likely. That sounds like you PP on your bed. I'm at a point in my life where now I get up, my big hundred ninety pound, hundred ninety five, six foot three body. My, my, my boxers get up in the middle of the night. I go pee and I get back in my bed. I hop back in my bed like a little baby because my baby's, I mean, my bed is giant. But right? now you, you pour water on your bed like a little baby as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need a sippy cup? I need to pay more attention because that cap is gone, by the way. I had to throw that bottle away without a cap. Don't know what I did with it. Maybe I threw it whimsically like it was a cartoon. I don't know, but I was pretty mad. My legs were really wet. I just had to casually. Take the cover off. Well, that's your new name. Wet legs? Wet legs. Everyone who listens to this, that is, that's Sean's new name. I'm going to just say it right now. Don't call me that. That's old wet legs for you. That's old wet legs for you. Uh, luckily, it's not going to catch on. I'm pretty It'll sure. catch on. Pretty It'll sure catch it on. It, it doesn't have that oomph. <laughs> wet legs? It definitely does. Yeah. It definitely and has. And when you look oomph. at me, you can't see that. You don't, you don't think, hey, it's wet legs. That's uh, wet legs. I feel like I'm too big for that. Hey, y'all, there go wet legs. <laughs> Man, I can see it. Yeah, you can. I, I can kind of see it. Yeah. You got wet legs. You, you said it on the podcast. You said, my legs were wet. <laughs> you said it. Um, I see wet up. So you were. Rushing us in the story time. Um, you're talking about the story I left off with last time, right? Yeah. The the. And before you get into that, really quickly, I just would like to throw out there, uh, I'm officially capable of doing 30 push-ups. Wow. Which for me is a big accomplishment. That is. Weak chest. Yeah. But I did. I had heart pains. <laughs> My head felt like it was about to explode. I drank a whole <laughs> bottle of water afterwards, but I did it. Wow, man, I almost wish that happened. And because I was that really art, hot as well. That would have been an article that I would have read and just passed out from laughter. What, man dies from doing 30 push-ups? Man goes into cardiac arrest after completing 30 push-ups. <laughs> if I read that, I would, like, you know me, I'm kind of a terrible person. No matter how sad that the headline is... I can't resist laughing when when it, when the, there's something funny because you know how they do it. Yeah, they they sprinkle a little humor on that they headline. They tend to word things in a very yeah. Most people it goes over their head. They're just like, oh no, that's so sad. With me, before I finish reading it, the laughter is building up. It's rumbling out of my... I feel like part of it is just the cardiac arrest. It's You just read, man goes into cardiac arrest, and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> no, I like, as soon as I read, man goes into cardiac arrest, I'm already preparing myself that it's going to be something funny after it. See, that's what I'm saying. What would make you think that? Because people go into cardiac arrest into every cardiac arrest day, Sean. On his 78th birthday. And then what? And then that's... No one would write about that. I know how these That's editors true. think. That's true. They want something that grabs your attention. If Journalists people don't go into cardiac arrest every day, it's not worth writing home about. But uh, you make if a, a guy goes into cardiac arrest after doing 30 push ups and he's only 21 years old, <laughs> oh, that's man. definitely worth telling people. Well, luckily, and that's worth my laughter. 
So you almost did. You almost you into story did. Time. <laughs> no, For that's it. a story I want to. I want to keep tabs on. Want to elaborate? <laughs> next, let me know next time you're about to do push-ups, please. Oh, you're gonna record? One, no. So I, for one, so I can save you. I can because then that, that will make the article especially funny for everyone involved. Because it'd be like he went into cardiac arrest, but he survived. So you can laugh. No, you can. For sure, you're gonna be the only one laughing. Uh, nah. Everyone likes to they're wait. Be like, wow, that was close for that guy. I feel bad. Everyone does the same now. thing when they see something. They're like, did he live? They want to know if he lived, so they can know if they should feel guilty that is or not. True. Especially with like freak accidents. And yeah, stuff. I don't wait. I laugh and be like, "Did he live?" And then if he did, then I laugh harder. <laughs> <laughs> if he died, then I'm like, "Damn." Well, what can you do? You know, so he should he shouldn't have went for that that last set. One. He shouldn't. We should cut it off at 15. Damn. Progressive overload. You know, baby steps. Man, heart was racing. Being heart, real with you. Okay. It was going pretty. Heart was going ham. So you like did one I set. I could feel the veins in my head. Did you do one set of thirty? Or like. Is that what you did? I did thirty all together. Thirty straight out. Okay. Well, that's. For you, I could see how that almost sent you in and cardiac keep in arrest. Mind, I had slowed dramatically right around about fifteen or sixteen. And so you just powered last, through that last fourteen. Well, it was okay, just, so it was if you slow, grueling grind ups, that's what I call it. So, Grinding how long? My way up. Where were you, by the way? My room. Just on the floor? Mm-hmm. So, where would you say, like, how many more would you say you had until, you know, I was going to walk in your room and find you laid face down on the floor, tongue hanging out your mouth? About X's over your eyes. Two more. You had two until two there was an article. Until there was an article saying that, okay. Yeah, I'd say so. You had, and you cut it off right there. I you had, really pushed I the limits. Face trembles. I had. I was. I was Eyes was, bulging. Uh, yep, yep. There was a lot going on there. I was completely hot. Pain noises. Pain breath. Pain breath. <laughs> Those. Ooh. Yeah, because I was losing control and I didn't want my face that to That would have been an ugly way to die. You would have died with that expression on your face. You know, you know when you're huffing and puffing and a booger accidentally flies out of oh, your I nose and it's on your lip? That's Ugh. how that's how I was about to find you. Man. The, no, you probably wouldn't if you would have thought I was sleeping really long because I do that a lot. Her mom would have found me. Like, hey, didn't you have to work today? Like, oh. And you look like... Damn. Just like... <laughs> cartoonish yeah but but you know what your pecs would have been solid gorge pecs would have been (laughs) solid though (laughs) you would have had the best pecs on a dude in a body bag of all time (laughs) (laughs) like he got a pump in right before right before he kicked the bucket he knew he was going out so he wanted to flare him up just solid (laughs) like R.I.P. R.I.P. to this dude and his pecs. Those pecs yeah. right there. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, at the end of the day, that would have been your goal. I feel like yeah, you could have yeah. you could have died feeling accomplished. I would have had a slight, like, I would look bizarre as fuck, but if you look really close, you have a slight smirk on my face. There's a smirk. A smirk of he satisfaction. Died. Like, <laughs> he died <I> satisfied. 
He's like, they're going to be impressed when they see this. And then he just did that 30-second <laughs> rep. <laughs> he just went for that 30-second rep. <laughs> oh, man. But so, yeah, we're to try and get into this story time. i am be honest. Where was I? If I remember correctly, I know we had gotten, we had gotten past Tebow bench pressing. Okay, right. It was Terrence. Terrence, it yeah. It was co-driver. My co-driver Terrence. Oh yeah. So he was bench. He was bench pressing in mm-hmm. the okay in the bunk. So I left off. Let's just let me refresh my own memory. Um, Terrence had dreads. Never showered. Worked out a lot. And and uh, would would wall out in the darkest hour of the night. The rap songs while I was trying to sleep. That that covers all bases. I'm pretty I'd sure. Say. I'm pretty sure. So if I remember, also so we, he was hoarding your items and his items under his mattress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which um, I wasn't worried about him stealing. I didn't have. I had a a garbage bag of uh, food that I carried. Oh around. man, that's so homeless. Yeah, no, yeah. I looked straight homeless. I, I very might homeless. as well should have had like You may well have attached it to a stick. Yeah. yeah I should shoulder. have had a stick with like a blanket with all my stuff in it tied Man. up. That's what I should have had. Cause I looked really weird. I remember that. Yeah. I, I remember I, that a little bit. I had more than that, but that's where like that was the food. That's where it was at. That's where it was at. That's where anything he wouldn't have wanted Two my pouches. you know dusty flannels that I had in my backpack. I don't think he wanted those. He definitely wouldn't have wanted my Can't like bench pressing you know, a flannel, uh, toothpaste, body wash. He definitely wouldn't served him no usage. Right, There's no reason for these <laughs> trash. He just throws them aside. Yeah, he would have <laughs> wanted food most likely. So probably. where was so I was. We were in Iowa. We left. We were going to Utah, driving, repping out, bench press in the back seat or in the bunk. Um, never showered, and so we were. Right. So I went to sleep, or at least I tried. He was ad libbing to some songs. He was getting real ignorant in the in the driver's seat. And I couldn't really sleep so much, but I just found a way to meditate. Like I meditated, kept my rest in my eyes. Um, when I got up, side. yeah, woo side. And so we got to Utah. Now here's, so we got to Utah, but we weren't actually scheduled to um, pick up our load till the next day. So we got to Utah. We just parked at the truck stop mm-hmm. when we got there i was like okay thank goodness we finally have to stop for an extended period of time because when you're in the, when you're in the truck with someone especially when it's like they're the they're the number one guy yeah. like it's their truck you're hopping on with them you're at their mercy for when you stop in the truck yeah. normally so any stops we made before was just to fuel up use the restroom, buy snacks, what have you. was not time to be stopping and showering, mainly because he wasn't stopping and showering. <laughs> but I was like, okay, we're not in since. Utah. We have nowhere else to go. We're here now. We settled in for the night. We're at this truck stop. I'm grabbing a shower. 
And I just thought to myself, let me try and um, hint it towards him. I'm, I'm going to hint the shower towards him. That way maybe he feels the pressure. He feels yeah, a little yeah. bit of pressure. I'm not going to you know, embarrass him for it because he'll be in left me in Utah. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I'll just you know let what? him like, Got all right. Problem? Get out of my truck. So I just, you know, I just kind of hinted at him. Like I just, I, for one, I had to ask him if he could let me go underneath his bunk so I could grab my, my stuff, my clothes, my bathroom items. And like I really loudly got my stuff. Like I really, I put more emphasis in the yeah. fact that I was like grabbing, I grabbed the shower towel and like whipped it around over to my we arm. talking out loud, like just grabbing my shower towel so and I can I take a shower. Like, and then I realized he was not moving. Mm. He wasn't moving. So I was, I was like, let me just get a little bit more aggressive with my hints. And then we, uh, I, I told him, yeah, what did I say? Oh yeah, that's right. I told him, I was like, yeah, I'm thinking uh, we go ahead and grab some showers and then we want to grab some to eat after. Because I was thinking maybe if I make it like a like a group thing, like, oh, yeah, let's do this together. Like, you know, I'll support you on this. Like, okay, yeah, let's for go. sure. And so then I just hung back. Cause I was like, well, if I'm saying we're going to do it together, then I'm going to go ahead and do it together. As far as we'll go, I'm not showering with this nigga. But, um... So he kind of started gathering his stuff up, and then I w- uh, like we started to walk in together. As soon as we was getting out the truck, we walked a few steps from the truck, and he was like, "Oh wait, hold on, I gotta grab something." I was like, oh, "Okay, cool." So I just kept on walking in, gave my little token, my free shower token thing, got my shower, came back out, couldn't help but notice. He was wearing all the same clothes. Mm. I don't know what happened. Maybe he showered. Maybe he put on the same clothes. Or maybe he pulled the old switcheroo, pulled the oldest trick in the book. was like, I forgot something in the truck. Let me go back real quick and never got in the shower. I feel like that's the one he did. I think that is the one that he did. He was like, man, he's really pressuring me to take a shower. Got it. Pretend to take a shower. There you go. And after Problem that solved. day, I was a little bit, I was a little bit annoyed because I was like, man, You'll stop I at want, nothing to not I, want, I just want to know, like, don't hide it from me. We're co-drivers. We have to live together now, basically. So if you're not going to shower, I just want to know what's the reason. Do you have a condition? Maybe he's allergic to water. Are you allergic to water? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. That's not a thing, by the way. That's like being a But I never asked him. I was just salty. I just was a little mad because I was like, hey, this is weird and I'm, I feel like it's going to rub up, rub up, rub off on all of my stuff. You know? You're about to get a Terrence smell. On yeah, I don't want secondhand food. Terrence. I don't want that. I don't think anybody does, man. Yeah, that's not cool. And so. Really, well, firsthand Terrence. No offense to any Terrence's out there. <laughs> so that was the end of that night. I kind of disappointedly got myself something to eat. I went to eat without him because I was like, I'm not eating with you because it was supposed to be a, a, all the things were supposed to be done. We were supposed to shower, then we were supposed to go eat. You didn't shower, so I'm going to eat by myself. <laughs> Eating's for clean people. <laughs> so I went to eat. And you dirty, you filthy swine. <laughs> I came back and I went to sleep disappointedly. 
and because you know we were we had to get up early pick up our load the next day so the next day we roll out to this uh like mill they like made copper tools or something like that copper items Dang, this sounds like a long ass time ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah it does and um this was my first ever like picking up a load because mm-hmm. I was this was actually my time driving so I, was, I pulled in there's all these protocols I actually had to get out put on a pair of steel toe boots put on a, a reflective jacket a hard hat and walk in wow. and go through this whole like instructive video mm-hmm. class thing it was annoying I didn't I was upset because I didn't know that was gonna have to be what happened. I thought I was going to get to just back in, they load the trailer, and we pull out. Nope. I had to learn a whole, like, hour-long video and then sign a waiver. So I do my first back in. It's successful. It's cool. I'm listening to, like, I don't know what it was, like, the Breakfast Club radio show or something, you know, with Charlemagne. Mm -hmm. And then that took about an hour. They loaded up the truck. And they're like, all right, cool. Sign this other waiver, sign off for the load, and you're good to go. Signed off. I returned the hard hat, the jacket, the steel toe boots. I was excited. It's like your first day on the job, if you work in like a fast food restaurant and then you ring up your first customer successfully, you're excited. She's like, okay, I finally did it right. You know, mm-hmm. now this is the first of many. So I was excited. I was like, everything went smoothly. It was longer than I expected, but it went smoothly. You know, I did my first back in successfully. Load went perfectly fine. Let's get out of here. Let's get on our way. The load, we're actually taking the load back to Iowa. Yeah. So I start pulling out. There's this gate, you know, when they have the little, uh, like, sliding gate. Yeah. And (laughs) so they slid the gate open. They waved us on. We went through. And I was so excited that my training escaped me for a minute. Ah. And, and I was so excited that I didn't notice that I was um, tearing down like their whole gate wow. with, with the truck. Wow. This is my first load. So I'm, I'm pulling out of the gate. I start turning way too soon, way too early. Mm. And I don't even feel it. That's the crazy thing in a 18-wheeler. You don't even feel when something hits your truck. That thing's so big, you don't even feel it. I looked and they, everyone started really screaming. Suggestive. You realize that? Talking Ooh. about pulling out, things are so big that you can't even feel it. Oh, wow. Well, I guess... Tearing the walls down. I wasn't really? even thinking it, but if that's where your head is at, I'm... I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Maybe I'm just, I've been around the filth too long. Yeah, you definitely have. Anyway. Well, that's you. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, everyone starts screaming and I looked in the mirror the gate is hanging like the gate dug into the trailer so I'm pulling the gate like right out of the ground the gate's getting pulled out of the ground I was about to be driving down the highway with like 10 feet of chain link fence dragging behind my oh my god and this so when this went down... And at what point did you say you noticed it again? Oh, like after I'd already pulled down a good amount of it. Wow. Yeah. 
feel and, like someone was saying something too, like, hey, you're pulling the gate yeah, down. Yeah, because when I looked in the mirror, like two or three dudes with, with hard hats and reflective jackets and steel toe boots yeah. were chasing me. Wow. And I was like, oh, damn. And uh, I thought, you know, I was in my head at that moment, I was like, I've had this whole this long journey to getting my CDL, yeah. to becoming a truck driver, to finally getting on the road. I got my first pickup. My first time I was about to start getting some money on the books. And I've already, uh, I'm getting fired. In my head, I was like, I'm getting fired today. So it's to, kind of like... Today's my what last you're day. you saying with the first customer, like, you gave that first customer the wrong change, the wrong order... It's uh, like the first customer you were supposed to bring up, you accidentally yeah, um, sprinkled rat poison on their food <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> when you gave it to them. Yep. <laughs> so I was... All right. Well, that wasn't salt. That was rat poison. Oh, yeah. yeah. In my head, I was like, this is it. I, I've, this is going to be the most humiliating story of all time. I went through <laughs> basically two months of training to become a truck driver. I left my home, moved, you basically, basically moved out to Iowa. When he, he walks into the bar and immediately has to get carted yeah. out because he slipped on yeah. ice. It was it was sad and humiliating, and I was thinking, oh, man. this is this is the end. And um, I guess, I mean, because we're about thirty minutes in now, should I keep going or should I? Maybe we'll maybe we'll stop it there and leave leave pick a little it up bit on to the, the next yep. one. All right, so yeah, keep dude. the people wanting more. I guess. <laughs> Or keep them just wanting to laugh at the fact that I dragged Man. the gate I mean, off of the, say this right up out the podcast, of the ground. But consider the fact, let's just say this is a, a very boring segment. People are like, man, why do they keep doing this? Why are they yeah, doing this now? <laughs> this is my least favorite thing. But <laughs> if you don't say nothing, I'm going to keep telling the story. <laughs> speak up, baby. You speak, up. speak up. <laughs> All right. So well, moving on from there. Let's get into topics. Oh yes. Let me let me see what I have for us today. Are we still recording? Oh yes we are. Okay. It yep, recording. Got a little you, nervous there, yeah. You change okay. Yeah. Wow, technology's awesome. Yeah. So I'm starting here. This is a story I personally found pretty funny when I came across it. I'm just gonna read you the tagline so you can see how what made what intrigued me. It says he craved a soft drink. And that could put him in prison. Okay. And I was like, oh, wow. I've got to know about that. By the way, just, just take a look at this man's face. He looks pretty sad, i got to say. Yeah, he does look pretty sad. I feel bad for him. And right off the bat, I just want to say to everyone that this is from the Miami Herald. This is this is in Florida? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I, that's that can't be surprised. Ah, yeah. You, gotta, you already, As soon as I see there's news out of Florida, I'm already... Rubbing my hands together, getting ready to laugh. Because you know it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. All right. So look, I'm, I'm going to read directly right here. A Florida man's middle of the night hankering for a soft drink ended with him in jail. And it could be a little bit before he has a Coke and a smile as a free man. Now, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use some quotes from this article, but I'm going to give you the gist so what, of what yeah, happened What right exactly now. did he do? So... He was on parole at this point in time. Okay. Now, if I didn't know, I wasn't aware of this. I'm not a criminal. If when you're on parole, there's a curfew, a point of time you should not be out late right. then. Now, him going to grab a drink, I'm assuming from a fast food restaurant, maybe 7-Eleven. 
um, occurred at a time where he was not supposed to be out. Mm. He had his truck parked somewhere. Um, an officer noticed him, started walking up towards the truck. This man took off because he was like, oh, shit, I'm not supposed to be out right now. I'm darting back to my house. thing about that is cops are like pit bulls. You should never run from them. So the cops chased him right back to his apartment. It was, it was much like, I feel like Grand Theft Auto, chasing back to where he was staying, or no, sorry, his friend's apartment. Um, pulled him out and was like, yep, you're going to jail. Now he says in his words, he's like, I was just trying to get back because I wasn't supposed to be out after curfew. And the officer was like, well, yeah, but you're violating two things by running from me when I told you to stop and the whole parole thing. So you're going to have to come with me. Now, let me, I'll, I'll show you this right here. All right. Wait, so what did he think was going to happen when he got home? Like, he, you mentioned Grand Theft Auto. I'm he sure must he have thought, thought was it was like Grand Theft Auto that if you have you got five stars, as soon as you walk in through your doors of your house, no one can touch exactly. you. Exactly. The idea was, <laughs> if I get back... He thought he was playing a game of tag. I'm about to get home, <laughs> get in my bed to save the game, and it will be Gucci. <laughs> um, so it says... Oh, right, uh, the officer's name is White. White said he tried to make a traffic stop. The truck's driver continued south on 8th Avenue Southwest even after the deputy hit his lights and siren. After West returned, the truck rolled to a stop only a block from driver Eric Roberts' listed, at, listed address. While refusing to stop, Roberts obeyed all traffic laws, according to Deputy White. Still, White and his backup remained at a distance when they carefully called for Roberts to get out of the truck. Uh, let me see this right here. Roberts explained his disobedience by telling the deputies he was on probation and violating the probation terms curfew 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. Back in 2017, Roberts got three years of drug offender probation after being convicted of possession of a controlled substance, meth, and misdemeanor, misdemeanor possession of marijuana. So, yeah, as he said, so he was it, stated... It sounds like his plan was to um, act totally casual, go home close the door and then when they knock on the door he'll be like oh is there a problem officer what like, was, I was just I, I was just asleep was there something wrong he's like yeah yeah we just we were chasing just you just tailed you back to your house miles. he's like I, I, I don't know what you're talking about I was asleep I was in bed I, I, I must, I'm sorry but you must be mistaken the, the <laughs> so I'm so sorry <laughs> I hope you catch him <laughs> 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 have mistaken. Uh, yeah, I think that he was gonna run in and then he was gonna answer the door all sweaty and be like, "Is there a sweaty, problem, officer?" Hard with the soda that they saw him buying. <laughs> Is there a problem? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just got up to grab a drink, and I noticed I noticed your lights outside my window. <laughs> that sounds oh, like that man. was the plan. And if not, like, because it says he's staying at his cousin's house. What does he expect what, his cousin well, to say? The other thing right? is, imagine that story, you know, in the pen. Mm. It's like, hey, what you in here for? It's like, hey, uh, you know, got caught with that attempted murder. You know, had a murder weapon. And he's like, what about you? What are you in here for? It's like, well, see, it was 10.30 p.m. I was jonesing. <laughs> Ooh, I was, boy, boy, did I want some soda. I could really go for a sunny D. 
Oh, man. I could really go for a Sunny D, so I thought, what's a harmless 10-minute drive to 7-Eleven? <laughs> man. man, he's going to be... That How sucks. long did they say? And with a new, Oh, he has a new charge of failure to obey law enforcement and violation of felony probation. So it could be a year or more in jail. Oh, jeez. Or, or prison, I'm sorry, yes. That is... year or more in prison. Man. That's, that's one of the worst things I've heard. That's rough. We have people in there for so much more reasonable things. Yeah, they're going to call him Juicy in prison. They're going to call him He's Juicy. definitely going to call... Let me see his picture. Where is his picture? Oh, they're definitely calling him Juicy. And he's kind of a dry guy to be getting called Juicy, I must say. Yeah. That's Juicy, y'all. Well, good luck to Juicy on his Man. next year that he has to do in there. But you know what's going to taste really good when he gets out? <laughs> he First place. Him. First place he's going when he gets out. Pulling right at 7-Eleven. Slurpees. Let's go. <laughs> Big gulps. All right. I'm what, what else for you got? About two years. What else you We're got? drinking up today. All right. Now, this one I didn't get to look into as much, but it did pique my interest. Chick-fil-A worker chases down customer who forgot food. Now, I can see this wow. man running in the distance. I just want to chime in with my personal, how I can relate to this. I work in this industry. Um, I would not be running after any customer. Man, those Chick-fil-A workers, man. Yeah, they're really, they're really dedicated. They're some um, sweet people. I don't think they get paid that much. Maybe they do. Let's take a look at this. An especially energetic Chick-fil-A worker in Virginia has become an internet sensation after he was filmed sprinting down the street toward a customer who left the restaurant with her order incomplete. Jared Wilson, 19, was working at the Chick-fil-A location. Uh, would you pronounce that? Midlothian, Virginia? When he realized a co-worker had forgotten to include one of the chicken sandwiches the customer purchased. I knew I could probably catch the customer, so I figured I might as well give it a shot, said Wilson, who then dashed out the door and caught up to the customer's car before she sped away. Footage of Wilson's valiant efforts was also caught on camera and shared to social media, so of course it wasn't long before Wilson became a minor celebrity. Huh. Twitter users soon began comparing him to Forrest Gump and calling him a true American hero, while others took the opportunity to make jokes or bash the customer service at competing chains. Let me see, what does it say right there? Could you read that? So he, so he, so Peter Parker works at Chick Fil A. Yes, he does. My he was he's a miracle worker. Because if this is you know going, I don't know how their policies work, but that could have potentially been free food for him. True. And he was like, "No, you paid for two chicken sandwiches. You're gonna You're get chicken two sandwich. chicken sandwiches." And I'm assuming if he's running down the street, that's a good, good nearly like a block that he ran. And he's like, no, no. I gotta be. I gotta be honest. The cynical person that I am, I would have been like, she forgot her chicken sandwich. Can I run down the street and give this to her? And I'd be like, yeah, go get her, go get her, go get her. And I'd run like around the block where they couldn't see me, and I'd eat the chicken sandwich. And I'd be like, did, like, did she get it? Like, she definitely got it. 
She was really happy. Mayo all on the corner yeah. of your lips. Chicken crumbs on my shirt. Oh, man. Well, what I was going to say, on a completely different note to what you were saying, um, that boy better have gotten a tip. That man went above and beyond. Yes, the order was messed up, but he went to the to the, the highest length to correct it. I think he probably got a firm uh, thank you so much. I think that was probably his tip. Probably. I don't know. I My guess, this might seem a little... Unfair. Uh, I my guess of saying why that happens is because it's Virginia. I don't think they have time for tips out there. Like, all right, good, thank you. Get out of my face. <laughs> um, that I could imagine that. I feel like I'm also a little paranoid. That would have looked a little scary to me. Yeah, a little bit. That would look a little scary. I think if I was the person who had bought their food and then forgotten it. Or they forgot a sandwich out of my bag, and I was driving, and in my mirror I see, you know, a yeah, dude. He's sprinting. A he's dude running. He's sprinting, holding R two in Madden. Hauling ass, full speed. Just like. Gotta also think that he's not swinging that chicken sandwich out of his hand because he's you know your arms start moving. Oh yeah. Running. Yeah. He could have accidentally thrown it. No, yeah, full on sprint. That, like behind me, I gotta be honest. I might speed up a little bit. That might freak me out. No, yeah, I don't I like. I don't that. like seeing that. I don't I'm, like. I mean, I'm wondering at that point, what the fuck? If he's sprinting behind me like the Terminator, with something with an unidentified item in his hand. Yeah, I'm gonna. I might like, speed up. I gotta be honest. Yeah. Especially let's just say I was visiting Midlothian. Uh, Virginia. Which, by the way, I'm gonna just take like a, a guess. Very Viking type of word. Sounds like a very white area. Yeah. And I would already feel slightly uncomfortable. So if I saw a, a young, energetic dude sprinting, you know, probably like the captain of his football Holy team, ass. captain Running of his football at you, team, Captain America style, Cap- just yeah. darting towards yeah. you. He's hurdling things. He hurdled a lady with her stroller. Damn. I can see it. He's Clean doing all that. I'm, I'm speeding up. I'm speeding up. Yeah, I can see that. Can I'm see speeding that. up. And I'm getting home, checking my food. Once I see the chicken sandwich missing, I'm going to completely forget that that's the reason he was chasing me. I'm calling the store to complain. See, me on the flip side, <laughs> I'm thinking I'm thinking like you, but then I'm going to change because I'm be like, wait, he's holding the bag. Am I getting complimentary food? Let me let my window yeah. down. <laughs> see, I'm a little more dumb than you. So then now I'm leaning over. I'm like, is that for me? And he's like, yeah, it's yours. I'm like, all right, thanks. I'm probably not even going to listen to him. I'm not even going to know it was a missing part of my order because the moment I grab it, I'm letting the window back up. And I'm like, all right, good. Free food. And also, I think I might sound like a terrible person, you know, saying that I'll speed up or all that stuff. But it also is probably just a cultural difference. Maybe people are just that caring out there, but out here in the in the wild west. I don't know. In the wild west, especially in this heat. I think it's oh, just because good he's luck. A, he's a youngin. <laughs> it's Chick Fil A, and they're very serious about their customer service. And uh, I could see they might have a policy where you get in trouble if you're letting you know. He probably if you let the customer down. He been fucking up a couple times, and there's like. Again, you left him. He's like, "No, not again. Go." <laughs> he just sprinted. He took off. I will not mess up another order. Yeah, that's he pretty. Came back I mean, like, 
How does that make you feel, considering... Well, I like to believe I'm, I'm doing a pretty good job, but that makes me feel like... I mean, considering the energy that he's putting into it. Oh. I mean, if you what would, if you had put that much energy into it, how do you think that play out? I'll be 100% honest with you. The shoes that I wear at work and the amount, like, the, as, how often they mop, I'd fall probably. What I would do is I'd take off. Well, I was going to say. I'd get to about the front door and fall out of the front door. Like, Here's your, oh, shit. I was going to say, if you, you know, because this kid, did it say how long he sprinted? Well, it said down the street. It wasn't very Yeah, it said, clear. like, down the block, right? He chased her for, like, a block. Say, it doesn't say by how much. So maybe like, probably was like a. I mean, based off the video, based off the picture, it looks like it was a minute. Yeah, it looks like he's nowhere near. Yeah, he doesn't look like he's anywhere near buildings. He's running through the forest. <laughs> <laughs> that's you. That's more scary. A man cutting well, so through the forest. So let's just say he ran a good half mile. Okay. So if you sprinted half mile, you said you might fall. I think you might go into to bring this full circle cardiac arrest because <laughs> we just talked about earlier. You push the limits with thirty push-ups. Can you sprint for half a mile? Oh shit! I haven't thought about that. Yeah, they I might ran just a find you time. with a chicken sandwich in your hand. I used to race like all the time in elementary school, but that no, I, I, I is gone. I think you're I the think, you're the you're the kid chasing me. I think I'm gonna and be I'm pretty the, close. I'm the guy in the car with his chicken sandwiches. Who's and I'm gonna be? I'm gonna be like, oh, who's this? Oh, there's this giant dude with a bag in his hand chasing me. I better speed up. I'm gonna speed up, but still looking in the rearview mirror, I'm gonna see you collapse and fall to the ground. Well, that's what I think I'm going to see. And if you don't, you're going to be seeing me taking the biggest gasps you've ever seen a man take. <laughs> and I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop and I'm probably going to be on my knees. I just imagine like in my work pants, people who see dying. you run by who aren't connected to the situation. They before they see you, they hear you. They just hear a loud wheezing passing <laughs> by. Yeah, they just they just hear they just hear a, a moving asthma attack. <laughs> God damn, what is that? Yeah, that's, well, good on this kid, man. I don't know what his deal was. I have to imagine he runs faster than me, too. So uh, what's his name? Me, like, Jared Wilson. Slowly hightailing yeah, it. Yeah, good on you, man. Slowly making my way down the street. Hope that Hopefully you're the manager one day. Probably won't be, sadly. Probably won't be, that's realistically. Man. But, it's uh, fucked up. Um, what else we got? Let's see. If this will load and not do me dirty. Ah, yeah. Sad note. I just wanted to dig into it. It says, Utah teen. 16-year-old. Dies in a 100-foot fall during a hike. I'm going to start off by saying something. Probably a, a turn on this story people don't want to hear. This is why I don't hike. Now, I don't want to be racist. What is uh, what happened? All right, yeah, let's 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 get to the story. Sixteen-year-old girl in Utah died Monday after she fell about a hundred feet at a waterfall during a hike with a friend. Kaylee Kaylee Marvin reportedly lost her footing in 
Santa Quinn Canyon has sustained serious head and leg injuries in the fall, authorities have said. According oh, to the so, paper. Wait, so what was that first part again? Utah died Monday after she fell about 100 feet near the waterfall. Well, um, See, sorry. it makes me feel like I don't know what to say. Real quick, though. You're really high up, and you're by water, and you're not expecting to slip. You lost your footing. I'm surprised you weren't washed off of a mountain. I'm surprised you didn't get to chalad off of a mountain. Not just yeah. that. See, that's why I just don't go up high. I don't trust my balance. I know I have bad balance. I regularly have bad footing. So I'm not I'm not saying like that's that's your fault, but I'm saying for people to understand me a little bit better, this is why I do not subject myself to these situations. I would die in an instant. So what's the Side story of. here? Did is there a story or is she just fall and she died? She died. Um, is that that's just that? Because I think we can probably move on past well, that. Let's. I think that might there might not be a story there. She took a misstep. She basically slipped while she was trying to navigate across a log. That's why I had to look because I'm like, did she ladder match style put a log in between two sides of a mountain and try and walk across the log? And if you don't know what I mean by ladder match style, people will regularly take a ladder and place it as a bridge in between the apron and the barricade. Yeah, I mean... Is that what is, she did? This is this is one of your worst topics, Sean. I, I just wanted to touch on it for the sake of why. Um, yeah. Why we, people do these things. Why do people go hiking? I don't know. It's for fun. But outside of that... Man, there's nothing really here except for you being, you know, really offensive to a you dead think? girl. Yeah. I feel like it was more I think you're being really offensive. I think we should definitely R. move past this. All right. Well, then let me just say these things. R.I.P. Um, not trying to be a dick. And um, as to her friend, yeah, we probably normally, don't go hiking again. Yeah, we normally keep it nice and uh, lighthearted. Nice and funny on this. How are we supposed to move from a kid, you know... Sprinting, doing the right thing to you. Well, you have to control the the mooding. It was, yeah, well, it was this getting, is not a mood that we... There was a lot of laughter. It was really hype. And then you decided to just kill that. And then... By... We leveled it out laughing, so we can bring it Making right back fun up. of a 16-year-old girl. Didn't laugh. You're making jokes of it. R.I.P. though. Well... I respect you your courage for, you know, even being 100 feet in the air. Yeah, well, so, good job. I wouldn't recommend it to him. That's all I was trying to say. Don't go 100 feet in the air. I know people like to feel free, like to explore. There's other ways. Alright. All right. Well, you completely blindsided me with that topic. Do we have something to bounce back from? Or did you save the worst thing that we could talk about for the last? I think we'll end with a short short touch on... We're just going to sum up where we were on the fights that, that happened that we didn't really get to touch oh, on okay. too much. So these fights from this past UFC card, um, UFC, what, 225? Was it? Which ones were you, which ones are we talking about? Let's touch main, well, my main, main things that I want to talk about. Um, we'll start with Blades. Mm, yeah. Uh, impressive performance. Um... My personal opinion, impressive performance for both men. Because Alistair, he showed, he didn't get, he did his best to not get dom on, and I can appreciate that. 
he um he didn't make it easy on Curtis. But Curtis Blades has now shown that you can't afford to let it go to the ground with him. He will drop the bombs well, on well, no, what he's shown is you can't stop it from going to the ground. That that as well. He is You can't stop he's it. He's a monster. It's going down there. But see, what I was trying to commend Alistair on is keeping it standing decently long. He was able to do that for a while. Couldn't do it forever. He didn't keep it standing. He got taken down every round, if I remember correctly. But, I mean, he was, taking, he was keeping it standing long I mean, enough he that did he was... Decent, he did damage. He threatened him somewhat while they were on the feet. But, at the end of the day, I would say that even if it didn't get finished... Curtis Blades, a.k.a. Razor Blades, was about to win a decision. Well, I think I'm just looking comparably as to, like, for my memory, Mark Hunt got, he was getting dumped multiple times. It didn't look like he got to get put up too much. It made me feel sad because I was like, probably could take this guy's head off, but he's getting dumped. He's getting thrown. My man was getting tossed. Yeah, but when my you look Mark at was it, getting thrown. Uh, Stylistically, it was it was a different fighter to deal with. You gotta understand, Mark Hunt doesn't throw a lot of kicks. He's shorter, his reach is way shorter, and he was fighting more forward. He was moving forward more. Overeem was way more cautious. He kept a wider stance, which is harder to wrap him up, and he kept his hands low to be easier to defend takedowns. And with all of his focus on keeping it from going to the ground. He still got taken down every round. So, yeah, I mean, you can you can give congratulations to Overeem. I'm sure he doesn't feel like he's worth congratulating. I'm sure he feels like uh, he should have done way better. But well, much like in the Blades, fight, he's like, I'm Blades, fine and I'll be back. You know, Blades is a really strong guy. Yeah. Um, but the fight, the real fight that we should talk about, is the fight that Overeem and Blades got moved down for, mm. which was yes. uh, Punk and Jackson. CM Punk and reporter, journalist, turned fighter Mike Jackson. Man, hashtag meltdown. Hashtag disgusting. Um, it's kind of hard to like, <laughs> well, even talk about. It's disappointing... It's disappointing just because the main thing is that everyone wants to see a wrestler in MMA. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone loves crossovers. You know, they love they love seeing Brock over there. They love seeing who's that? Uh, you know, Bobby Lashley, Batista. Mm-hmm. They love guys who cross over. Just like, and so for CM Punk, that's what people wanted to see was a wrestler, another wrestler crossover. Well, it was a crossover. It was a crossover not from wrestling. It was a crossover of, let's see, um, a horrible athlete. What would happen if we put a horrible athlete in a cage? What would happen if we gave a horrible athlete who's about four years old, like two and a half, maybe three years, with one of the best coaches in the world? We gave him two and a half years. We gave a coach, a great coach, Duke Rufus, with a great camp and great sparring partners. They have three years to see what they can mold out of this 
atrocious athlete. And what do we get? Nothing. Nothing. I said it during the fight. I said it during the fight. Um, I've seen kids Muay Thai class that looked better than that. I've seen six-year-old kids sharper than CM Punk. Man. That was mad dookie. That was me... That was worse than me in my first ever official fight. And I got bopped on, got my glasses knocked off. I was doing the burning. Yeah, yeah, I mostly feel like it was an oversight because I mean, we were, we were so hyped for it. If we had real more realistic expectations, we wouldn't have won, we wouldn't have been so thrown in two. Well, I think like, I think our right, expectations were man. realistic. I think he didn't even live up to realistic. I think realistically, he was signed in 2014. Okay, he was signed to the UFC in 2014. He started training in 2015. I think three years is realistic. Okay, I wasn't aware of that fully. That time span, yeah, the timetable. The first time he fought, he fought Mickey Gall, who is a bull who is a young bull. He's a brown belt in jiu-jitsu. He's a great athlete. He's a big guy. He fought him. He got dominated. Mike Jackson also fought him and also was dominated. So you can't say much on that. Couldn't draw But this time, he had way more time, way Mm -hmm. more training with a world-class coach. And he was fighting who? Mike Jackson, a reporter-turned-fighter. Someone who's not that far off from him in terms of experience. And he looked like that was his first time putting on gloves yeah. in his life. That looked like that was his first time throwing a punch in his life. And see, I got to say, in the first fight, I was excusing that because I was like, all right. He mentions that his forte is grappling. It doesn't look like any of that, anything he did in that octagon was his forte. <laughs> it wasn't. It's because it's not. He's, he's, he's just not, it's weird because it's a really cynical thing that I'm going to say, but you know, people always say, you know, you can, it's all about hard work and dedication and belief in yourself and, you know, negative people or sorry, people will say that, no, that's not true. Some people just can never learn how to fight. They can never learn how to do this or do that. They just don't have it within them to learn how mm-hmm. to do it. And positive people always say, you know, you're just being negative. If you believe in yourself and you put the hard work into it, you can do whatever you want. But I think CM Punk, while while his goal outside that while his goal was to inspire people to show them that you can do whatever you want, I think he solidified the other end of the argument which is you can't do whatever you want you not everyone can step in the cage and fight no, I, have I think to agree he with you. I think he fully made it true that if any, anyone tries to argue that no believe in yourself just work hard work at it you'll get it you'll get it you'll figure out how to make it work and then all you'll have to do is just pull up the CM Punk's fight and be like this is three years of hard work and dedication oh, yeah I agree with you this is three years of hard work and dedication. That's 
You, you sure I can do it? Because this is, yeah. Hard work and dedication is there, but where? What did it produce? Yeah. Where did I, we get? From? I think it shows that. Gotta say, it looked like about three months. Some things you need to. Have, nah, not even three months. I, not even. A good three, three days. <laughs> yeah, that looked. It really did. It legitimately looked like he was someone who's never been in a fight before in his life. Because he is he's like never, he's never physically competed in anything. And they was like, they tossed him a pair of gloves and was like, "You're up." Because I don't like to compare myself since I've never stepped into competition. I've never been. I've never fought. I've never had an official fight. But I was trying to look at it this way. I was like, I feel like me right now being flat footed, being an unathletic person, just coming straight off street fights, throws. Way cleaner, wingier punches. Way cleaner yeah, punches. Than I have never officially been trained. That's, yeah, well, what can you say? But that was that. Um, to get to the main event, you know, that was, I think, was, potentially fight of the year. Yeah, man. Uh, Whitaker and Romero was Spectacle. great. Um, don't want to see it again, I'll be honest. I don't. I don't. It was a great fight, but I don't want to see it again just because... There's other contenders. There's other mm-hmm. fights to be made, other fights to be had. Yoel wants that fight again, but I think now now that it's been teased, I would definitely love to see him go up to light heavyweight and yeah. uh, see him fight pretty much anybody at light heavyweight. Well, I'd like to see it, that. So now I want to see him against Cormier. Well, he would have to win a match He would have first. to win a match, definitely. Win a match first. That's, that, I'm saying that's No, first. his first match would most likely be against Gustafsson. So I think that'd that's be an exciting. That's an exciting fight, and in Whitaker, I mean, his next matchups would look like it's going to be between Weidman and Gastelum. Touching specifically on the fight, I just want to say I really enjoyed Robert Whitaker's one always his dedication to game plan, his his execution of like all the things that he's been in practice for, but mostly his use of the kicks because I could tell that was a big thing in this fight. Believe it or not. Him constantly working those, the more he slowed down, the more his legs were in pain from being kicked. It changed the explosiveness in his patterns for Yoel. When he wanted to do these certain different things, he kept getting cut off with him from time to time. Because he, he leans from side to side and he's gauging you and he does these, he'll come in with like an uppercut type thing and he get cut off with a kick the moment he wants to lunge in. Yeah. I really liked that because I was like, it's almost like he's providing him with just like a barrier as like lunge. You can't go anywhere. Yeah. So I I'm excited to see finally the middleweight division get some clarity. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm cool with, you know, Romero going up to light heavyweight and then Whitaker sort out what's going on with the contenders in the middleweight division and who knows, maybe we can have another a third fight uh, in the future. Potentially, but right now, definitely not. There, to be honest, I don't really know why Joe even asked for another. Like, if there should be another fight, because Wicker won both fights. Yeah, I think it's because, like a lot of Did people, you just call him Joe. Oh, Rogan. I I thought you were referring to Yoel. I'm sorry. Yeah. So keep. Come on. Stay on. <laughs> so keep. Stay with me. Um. Yeah, Whitaker won both fights. I guess it's because some people, a lot of people, felt like Romero won. I thought that it was a draw at best. I didn't think that Romero won. I thought Whitaker won the fight, and it was potentially one of those rounds were a 10-8. I thought Romero won. He won rounds 
three and five, and one of those could have possibly been a 10-8, but it was only well, those two rounds. Despite the judges, when you drop someone's body twice, that's a big thing for people. So I'm sure in their eyes, they're like, what? He had this man dead to rights. How did he not win that decision? But you have to know the, the scoring game a little bit better to realize that he dropped But that's twice, what I'm saying. Even, if, even if even if one of the rounds was a 10-8. Now, I don't know if other people's argument is that both rounds were 10-8 rounds, but mm. I only think one of them was a 10-8. Yeah, because that's just really hard to get a 10-8 round. Yeah, and so if one of those were a 10-8, that would only make it a draw. He still wouldn't have won the fight. Sure. So, I don't know. To touch on Colby Covington RDA really quick, mm-hmm. um, one of the most boring fights. Yeah. One of the most boring yep. fights I've ever watched. Um, like I understand that was it. It's it was a grind fight. It was a a war of attrition type fight. Mm-hmm. But man, it was just it wasn't fun to watch. It was not fun to watch, and it was hap- It was. But neither guy looked like they had the power to finish the other guy, even if they wanted to. And, you know, you got RDA, who is, you know, he's an inflated lightweight. And you got Covington, who is a true welterweight, but strength for strength, they looked about the same. You know, everything, they looked to be about dead even. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I thought Covington won the fight, but... That was not, I'm sure, in terms of promotion, that was not the fight Dana was hoping they would have to promote, you know, a unification bout between one of them and Tyron Woodley. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm sure that's, that's not the not, fight he wanted. He would have wanted to finish. That doesn't make anyone look like they just stepped off the proven That That doesn't make anyone look like they're even deserving. Yeah, I know. You know, I mean, because if you look at that, look at the fight they had, and look at some of these other welterweight fights that have happened recently. Till and Thompson, people thought that was boring, but it was very skillful. Mm-hmm. Then you have uh, uh, Usman and Maya. Usman yeah. beat Maya recently. That would people, myself included, thought that that was somewhat boring, but it was there was action involved. There was a a battle of of skill sets happening. This was just uh, straight up. I'm gonna grind on you and try and make you break. And I'm I done, you know? yeah, that's what that's that's what's pretty gonna much happen. what he did. Yeah, and I'm gonna try and hug you until you break, and you're gonna try and hug me until I break, and we're just gonna leave it up to the judges to decide who hugs the other one better. <laughs> yeah, the only reason I gotta say, the only thing I'm pretty sure that's why he had to really jar Tyron Woodley, because it's like no one would really care except for the fact that. We all hate you, and now you have the champ really yeah. mad at you too. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's I guess that's his thinking is that I can make people hate me so well that my fighting could be boring because they're still going to tune in to watch. But I feel like he'll lose even that because I know he wants to have a Conor McGregor type thing, but Conor McGregor backs it up. And I'm not just paraphrasing one of Conor McGregor's lines. He backs it up, and that's what, if you hate him for him talking all the time, that's what draws you in, because he's like, he says all this shit, and he's actually doing it. This man, you're going to stop caring, because you're like, well, he's not really beating people. It just disgusts me. (laughs) So in that fight, though, in Covington and Woodley, 
who do you got? Mm. It's kind of hard, only for the fact that Colby Covington has this thing about him that he's not exciting. I don't particularly think he's really good, but I feel like he has the capabilities to still somehow win. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he's going to find the most not respectable way to win. Like, I don't think he can hold Tyron against Cage, but I feel like he'll accidentally get a decision. <laughs> or he might be under Tyron's head enough to throw him off of his game and mess him up in some areas. Yeah, I mean, I gotta be honest. I don't really see... Um, I don't really see a way he beats Tyron. Like, I, I think mind games included, I don't see a way he beats Tyron Woodley. So, we will see. But, now it's come that time of the episode where we struggle to uh, come up with an outro. Now, last time you said you were going to think about an outro for us. Yeah. Did you, did you come up with one? Now, see, the thing was, I thought about it. We got high. <laughs> and it got a little bit strayed. But, do you remember that thing that I was saying yesterday? Because I was thinking that could have been my game for We'll just make one up right now. Alright. Well, hold on. First, let's plug plug your uh, social medias. Alright, cool. Cool, cool. Um, and I can never remember my handle. That is a shame. I believe that the handle is uh, at... Sean John 101010, that's my Twitter. If you want to get your boy on Snapchat, I believe that's uh, Sean C150. Uh, if you want to get your boy on SoundCloud, that's uh, Black Cash, B L A C C underscore C A dollar sign H. Okay, and then uh, everything is going to be at painfully tight for Instagram and Twitter. And then for myself, it'll be at Javon underscore Kamadwai. Good luck spelling that. Now, uh, oh, man. Take us out. That's a little cool. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Let's go. Woo! Woo! It's been a fun time. Yeah, we had some fun times. Yeah, we dropped the fun rhymes. Yeah, I'm spitting fun lines. Kind of sound like lemon limes. Every time. Ooh. Boss. All up on you. Do it. I do it right. This has been 